Okay, do you know who Natalie Sidesurf is? I do not. All right. Let me, okay, let me backtrack. This is like my new obsession, watching people bake cakes online or like like decorate cakes. I think it's cool. I followed this lady and her name is Bake My Day Mimo. And her name is Mimo, I guess. Um, but she's this uh, Arab lady who like, wears a hijab and like informs you about like Arab culture and um, they're celebrating Ramadan right now. I don't know. Like at the time of recording it, it's still going or maybe it ended in April. I don't know, but like they were celebrating Ramadan recently. Um, and I learned about a lot about that and it was very interesting, but for Ramadan, she kind of stopped making cakes just like as m- much, I think just because like fasting, I think you're supposed to fast and, and do other things or whatever. So her content just sort of changed a little bit, and I still watched it. But I was like, ooh, I saw these other cake videos, and they were like hyper-realistic cakes. And I saw there was an an ad for that show. I think Netflix has a show that's like, is it cake? Or like people yeah. have to guess. So I haven't seen that yet, but that's probably my next step of this obsession. But right now, <laughs> her this girl's name is Natalie Sidesurf. She's adorable, and I love I love her like she's just charming but also she makes hyper realistic cakes that are so ridiculous like she made a hairbrush cake and a a salmon in a bag cake and she I just watched a bag of peanuts cake and she made her head she made her head that is wild and there was a channel I think it was I think it was called how to cake it with Yolanda it's super old at this point I don't think she does like regular videos anymore but she used to do the same thing where she would make like cakes that looked super real and like what a fantastic and crazy art form that is so crazy that people can do that with food it's wild the commitment to making something that you know is not permanent yeah yeah in fact you know, you can actually play a pivotal part in making it so it's not permanent. You could eat the the sculpture. You know what I mean? <laughs> it reminds me of those um, those monks that do those sand paintings, or like those sand yeah. arts. Uh, they're like, uh, what are they called? What's that word? A mandala? Is it mandala? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they do it, and it's not complete to them until they wipe it away. Mm-hmm. And it's like. I don't know, man. Like, if I made something like that, I'd be like, can we bronze this? This is, like, incredible. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I love that. But it is immortalized on YouTube, though. So that's... This is true. Is there something that she's made that is your favorite? Like, what is the most crazy okay. thing that has wowed you so far? Uh, so I was really, <laughs> I really thought it was neat that she made a hairbrush. I don't know. I mean, like, that's probably not like the the most like technical thing that she's made. I uh, definitely not. I mean, she literally made her head, but she made a hairbrush and she it had hair on it, and it was just like it looks so real. And I also think it's really cool. All her buttercream icing is always green, and she says it's just because like if somebody takes her video and maybe like puts it out there without like her name attached to it or it's her trademark you mean yeah exactly like they'll know like this cake is a side surf cake because it has green buttercream frosting that's clever and so i don't know and she's just lovely and i i mean she's way more popular than we are so like it's not like i'm (laughs) like oh i'm shouting this little channel out but i just i'm so Bake my day, Mimo, and side surf cakes. If like that is at all interesting to you, even if it's not interesting to you, I bet you it would be after you like watched it. 
not just you because <laughs> I know it would be interesting to you, but like yeah, everybody that's curious. listening. I will look it up after this. But uh, speaking of Netflix shows, I have two things. One, have you seen that show that they have on there now where it's just toddlers running errands? No. Oh, my God. Netflix is, is so going – they're wilding out. What is going so I on think, Netflix? I think this show was technically made like in the early 2000s and it like for some reason is now just getting popular. I don't know if it was just recently added or if it's just like this buried gem that has, is having this surge. I don't know. But it's literally a cameraman will follow this toddler running errands for their parents. And it is so cute. It like documents their little adventure going to the store and stuff. So adorable. What's it called? So it's a Japanese reality TV show called Old Enough. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I, like I've not watched a Japanese reality television show, but I have watched several Japanese game shows. And I, if if it's anywhere like in that energy, I'm totally <laughs> down. Like, they're just like, they have, they come up with just the most interesting ideas. My mm-hmm. wish is that I speak Japanese, not that America would recreate these shows, but that I spoke <laughs> Japanese. And I know gotcha. Japanese is hard to learn, so I could actually understand what they were saying. Well, what are you? What streak are you? you just told me your streak on Duolingo yesterday. Oh yeah, you could start I, a new one. So I've committed this year to self improvement, and one of the things that I have done is I started Duolingo, and I'm going to relearn Spanish. I took ten full semesters of Spanish in high school and college. Four in college, six in high school. I'm embarrassed at how little Spanish I actually know. So I was like, you know what? I am just going to dive into this and I'm just going to keep going until I can have a conversation with someone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Japanese is like a whole nother animal. It, yeah. They it's... got like a different alphabet and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. That might be a cool adventure to take. I mean, it's certainly a language. You can learn freaking, what is the language? You can learn, um, oh God, it's the, it's the, Game of Thrones language. It's the language that Aquaman speaks. Khaleesi, yeah. yeah. Um, Y'all know what I'm talking about. Somebody else. Khal Drogo. Yeah, Khal Drogo. Yes. And um, you can learn that on, on, on Duolingo. And like there's a free version, but I just paid for it because it was like $5 a month. You and know what you can't learn on Duolingo that pisses me off is sign language. I would love to learn ASL and Duolingo seems like the perfect like motivator to do that. But they have there's an app called Pocket ASL that no, I know I, I think know. can do it as well. You should totally download I, that. I want like the streaks and I want like the gems and awards or whatever it gives out. I don't know. We are uh vastly off topic. Do you kind of want to jump back in? Do you want to talk about Okay, so I'm back everybody. I'm drinking a a lime arita. It's like in a beer bottle. I did come back a, a little bit before to interview Eric. I am back like officially now. And what we're going to do today is talk about some of the stuff. We're going to we're going to catch up a little bit because there's been several episodes that wait, let me first off say you've done a wonderful job with carrying on the podcast Thank in my you. absence. I've been having a blast. Uh, I might kick you off more often. You really should. You really um, should. <laughs> I. It was it was a lot of fun. I, like the episodes that you did, I was really excited for, and yeah. they did not disappoint at all. 
it was a lot of fun i'm glad you enjoyed them but because of all of that i will be sitting back for the next few episodes and i'm just gonna let you talk okay just to kind of you know take a nap yeah (laughs) so it's back to normal (laughs) i sort of felt left out i mean Obviously, on my own accord, I'm the one that left the podcast, but I, I sort of felt left out when you were asking uh, everybody those questions, mm-hmm. those particular like questions that you asked Joe and Kayleen and Courtney. I want you to ask me them. Do you want to do that now? Because I have answers. Oh, I don't care. Cool. Whenever. Oh, also, the last time, I, we not recorded an episode since we met Kayleen and Courtney in person. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't believe that happened. That was, like, really, that was such an amazing time. We had such a lovely couple days with them. It was not long enough, but that just means no. that we'll have to do it more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. With Kimmy this time too, we miss yeah, you a lot, Kimmy. Absolutely, yes. And I'm like, I can't wait to meet Dakota and Daniel too. Like yes. everybody that lives over across the country, come to me. <laughs> come to Mama. Come sit on Mama lap. <laughs> but um, that was absolutely amazing. We had such a a freaking blast. Uh, we learned a lot about a television show that I think you and I were at like a zero when it came to knowledge about, uh, which is One Tree Hill. We were like, I had no clue what the show was about. And we learned a lot about it. So yeah, absolutely incredible. Feels like it's been forever now. It's only been a couple of weeks, but it's just been a long couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm trying to think back to the last movie you would have seen before taking the break. Do you happen to know what that was? Fuck, I don't have any idea. If only there was a uh, a website that you could log the movies that you watch yeah. to kind of keep track of them as as maybe like a diary. If even. you come up with one, I would love to hear about it. Mm, so if only that I, was a thing. I tell you, I suck at letterbox. He's terrible at updating his letterbox. Yeah, man. All right, so I definitely, I I definitely watched Death on the Nile on Hulu. Tell me about it. Okay, so I'm I absolutely fucking loved Murder on the Orient Express. Yes, um, that's it. That's the end of the review for. No, I can't remember his name. <laughs> Shut up, Kenneth Branagh. I love Kenneth Branagh. He's an amazing actor. He's an amazing director, and he's incredible as Hercule Poirot. I just love this man, and you, you, I think you get to know him a lot better in this one. However, I guessed the mystery so early on to the point where I guessed the motive, how they did it, who did it, everything. So early on, before the crime had even occurred, I was like, this is what's going to happen, that I had forgotten I had done it by the end of the movie. And I was like, oh shit, I guessed that. That's exactly what happened. Holy crap. So it's extremely predictable. But you still kind of had your aha moment then, didn't you? If I feel like then they still kind of did their job, right? So if you were still like, oh, wow, I forgot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I think because like I am the kind of person that does not try to guess the ending. I never want to know who the killer is. You know what I mean? Like I want to be surprised. Mm -hmm. But it just like I was like, oh, this is what's going to happen. And like understandably, these stories were written a very long time ago. So maybe I'm sure that there have been a lot of people pulling like story beats and story references from this movie 
And I just didn't even know it because I didn't read the book. You know what I mean? From the story, you mean. Exactly. And so like when you get to the end and I'm like, okay, I don't think that like the mystery is all that groundbreaking, especially because there are some huge celebrities in this movie and then there are some people that are not huge celebrities in this movie. So you can kind of guess like who's important and who's not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I will say what was cool about this one was – and I'm not. I won't. I won't spoil it or anything like that. But this movie could have been called Deaths on the Nile. <laughs> that made me happy. Everybody does a great job in it, though. And um, would I like it? Yeah. If you like Murder on the Orient Express, I don't see why not. There's nothing particularly cringy or awful about this movie. I think it's a solid movie. And and people are like, oh, it's so boring. I was not bored. That's not bored at all. Actually, though, it does take them a bit to get on the boat. But Mm. by the time they get on the boat, like almost immediately something bad happens. You know what I mean? So it's like they're on the boat for a while. It's just a long movie. Uh, How long is it? It's 127 minutes. So I don't know if it needed to be like that long, but I didn't mind it. Like I certainly did not mind it. Jennifer Saunders and Don French are both in this movie. And they are like a... I don't know who those people are. You don't know who Don French and Jennifer Saunders are? You would totally recognize them. No, but they're I'm like a famous name. British comedic duo, and they're both in this movie. I love their storyline. I just love it. Letitia Wright is incredible. I just I think everybody does a great job. And and um, I, like I know that like he is uh like Army Hammer. I I know that like he's like a bad crazy person or I, I don't remember I don't really I didn't I don't know a hundred percent how we feel about him I guess he's like a cannibal or something is that right yeah he, yeah, he eats people mm-hmm. yeah so he doesn't eat anyone in this movie <laughs> this is good yeah he he they I don't believe he ate anyone and uh he even did a good job like he I don't know there was nobody that turned in a bad performance Gal Gadot I know that people say like she doesn't have that much range and stuff like that but a lot of the biggest celebrities the biggest stars don't really have that much range or at least don't don't ever put themselves in positions where they have to like exercise but so much range mm-hmm. um so Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot or however you pronounce it Wonder Woman is also really good in this movie and I really enjoy uh her presence in it yeah, everything else that I would say would be a spoiler. So I definitely want to talk to you about it. Definitely think you should watch it. It's worth 127 minutes for okay. sure. It's on my list. Good. I'll get there. <laughs> I will say uh, last night I stayed up embarrassingly late. Or I should say this morning I didn't go to bed until embarrassingly late because I just rediscovered Ozark and... Ended up watching the first episode again and forgot how much I loved it and just couldn't stop. I just could not stop watching it last night. So that's my... Wait a obs- second. What? Ozark? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's a so closed last- show now. Yeah, I know. I Oh, I love I can that. watch it. I know. I love I can that watch closed it. show term. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Kayleen. However, last night I got a snap that was you watching 13 Ghosts. And then oh my you God. also told me that you watched the original 13 Ghosts. So when did you I, have time for Ozark? My apartment is like a fucking disaster. 
I have dishes in the sink. I have trash I need to take out. I don't know what it was about yesterday. I wanted to do none of it. I don't know. Like, I've been on travel for a, a lot of last month. And I think I'm still like recovering from it because I have zero motivation to do anything. I'll come and do all that stuff. So you do I have to pay you watching. for it? No. Okay, thank God. All right. Just um, your undying <laughs> love and gratitude. <laughs> uh, so I went on my watch list. I was like, I want to watch a movie because the dopamine that I get from logging something on Letterboxd is just too good. And I needed some of that sweet, sweet dope. And I was like looking through my watch list and I was like, I'm, I want something like, like Hellraiser y. And 13 Ghosts came up, and I was like, that's the one. I can totally, one I, I feel, I get Hellraiser vibes from 13 Ghosts, totally. I do too, I do too. I started watching it, I got maybe 15 minutes through it, and I was like, I wonder if this was based off of a book. Because if it is, I'm definitely reading it. Uh, and found out that it wasn't, but it's a remake of a movie that was released. It was in black and white, I don't remember the year. Give me one second. It was made in 1960 all under the same name it's called 13 ghosts yeah and i was like well fuck now i have to watch that one so the only way that i could watch it free was by signing up for some free service i didn't do that i ended up renting it on amazon for four bucks i was like i don't i don't want to go through all of this i just want to watch it it was like an hour and a half uh and it was not great but i mean it's a 1960s movie it's not like amazing but for what it was i thought it was really good and there were parts when i was like genuinely scared i was like this is really creepy and the sound effects and everything were just like really that's really cool yeah it was i haven't wild. seen i haven't seen the original i've only seen the 2001 one it's it's pretty interesting and there are also some very funny bits like there's is, is there a chef on the muppets with like a big mustache is it just swedish chef yeah 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 i think is that that's, his name i think that's his name yeah there's a ghost in the 1961 1960s one that has uh it's he has no face but he has a mustache and it's just it just reminds me of a like a serial killer swedish chef but anyway like i remember i mean in 2001 i was what uh nine if i don't watched it sometime around there i can imagine i was like terrified of this movie when it came out you know what i mean when yeah. i first watched it yeah. So uh, I remember being a lot scarier than that. But there might be a, a Swedish chef in the new one. I don't know. So then there wasn't. And I think I saw that both movies were about an hour and a half. And I was like, it has been so long since I've watched an hour and a half movie. That's like an episode of a TV show at this point. I can do both of these movies tonight. And I did. I watched. Oh, the you watched one. the second one. I okay. did. I watched both okay. of them uh, back to back. Uh, so and then Ozark and then Ozark. But like the second the remake, I thought was. Very cheesy, but very like it. It was exactly what I was hoping for. It was very yeah. camp. Um, I love the concept, and I would love a horror director to do a serious remake of it because I think what's there is incredible. I think the story is really cool about having to collect like these different uh, archetypes of ghosts. I like a mini series. Yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah, it would. Be. Um, I would love that. Uh, but I don't remember what I did in between that movie and Ozark, but I was like, I know this is a closed show. I know that I want to watch it eventually. Let me just give the first episode a watch. And I was like, now I remember why I, I loved this so much. And I ran the first through the, season. Will get you. And it was like, at the end, I was like, okay, just one more. And at the end I was like, okay, just one more. At the end of that one, I was like, it's too late already. I'm going to be tired regardless. Let me just watch three more. 
Uh, so I, I watched when a lot. When did you go to bed? It, I don't even want to say. It was it was very, very late. Once I got past that point in no return, I was like, fuck it. I just want to watch wow. this show because I love it so much. Um, I know it kind of dips in quality and I've not gotten to that point yet. But uh, I, you know, I'm very excited to finish it. So I don't know enough about it to say that it dips in quality. However, the struggle in the first season is seems very different from the struggle in the second season, and understandably because of what happens at the end of the first season. Right. However, not the same show, so I wasn't, like, chomping at the bit. There's a show called Into the Night. I've probably recommended, yes, and Mm -hmm. the entire first season takes place on a plane, in and around a plane, and it is one of my favorite first seasons of television ever. And while the second season is fantastic, I love it. They're not on the plane anymore. And so it's like, (laughs) it's different. You know what I mean? And when a show like that, like the natural progression of some shows sometimes take you in a direction where because it's such a different swing, it might be a miss for some people, you know? Mm -hmm. So as far as I got, I was like, wow, this show turned into like politics and like trying to outmaneuver people politically. And I was like, wait a second. This is the same show where people are murdered at point blank in the first episode. (laughs) If you watch the first episode of Ozark, if you have not watched the first episode of Ozark, it is one of the best first episodes of anything. Like it is incredible. Yeah. But, you know, it's hard to carry such a torch. Okay, let's move on because we're going to spend forever (laughs) on – Stuff that, yeah. Did you miss this, though? I fucking love this. I love going off topic and just spewing thoughts. Definitely. Talk about another movie that you watched. So going back to the first guest episode was Kayleen and You Guys at Seven Psychopaths, which I will confirm is one of my favorite movies of all time. I absolutely (laughs) adored it. It was just spectacular. Like, everything is incredible, and that put me on a... Um, Martin McDonough kick so I was like I want to see all the Martin McDonough movies so I watched Imbruge and Imbruge is so amazing I don't even know how to explain it to be honest with you I probably could if if I really thought about it but like the feeling that you get from watching one of these movies uh, one of you compared it to to a Chuck book and like I think the difference between Chuck Palahniuk and Martin McDonough is it doesn't feel like Martin McDonough is showing off. <laughs> doesn't seem as pretentious, I guess. Yes, they're just they're just fun. Like the like the Imbruge storyline is so fun. Like these it's these two hitmen that are sort of like just being told to hide out in this place until like their next assignment, right? And they're in this place called Bruges which I don't know, in Belgium, right? Mm -hmm. And like Colin Farrell has such a disdain for the place because it's sort of like drab and dreary and like you you get to know it a little bit more, but like the camaraderie between Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell is just remarkable. Like they do such a great job as partners. It's like a storyline that'll like make you laugh, but also punch you in the gut, just like Seven Psychopaths, just like (laughs) fucking... Uh, three billboards like I, I really am a big fan of this man for sure yeah shout out to Kayleen I was uh very surprised about that one as well it, it, Kay- it was Kayleen a good flick has suggested some of my favorite movies of all time I don't know where she gets them from but 
Kayleen and I have a very similar taste, I think, when it comes to movies. Uh, the next thing is The Owl and the Pussycat, uh, which you made me watch. It's that... that uh, We didn't even finish it. Why did you log that? Yeah, I wrote... I'm surprised how quickly this movie went by because we kept fast-forwarding it. But... <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, it was cute. I liked it for what it was. I mean, <laughs> I'm a big sort of like fan. rushing through this to get to the one I really want to talk about. I think I know what that is, but continue. Everything, everywhere, mm-hmm. all at once. Yeah. Oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I mean, it's everything that I could have wanted in a movie, like something that's like batshit crazy, something that has. Michelle Yeoh and Jamie Lee Curtis in it. <laughs> Action, violence, crazy imagery, hysterical, heartwarming, thought-provoking, so sweet at the end. I just could not express. Like I, when I went and saw it, I could not. I, like Stacy and I walked out of the movie theater. We were both like, "Yeah, I don't know what to say." Like I, don't, I have <laughs> no clue. <laughs> that's kind of how I felt as well. And after hearing such praise about this movie before i had seen it walking out of it i was like yeah i get it like i i don't know what else to say that hasn't already been said about it it's it was just crazy and wild and incredible i loved the daughter uh stephanie is it sue hsu i'm sorry i don't know how to pronounce that i she was one of my favorite actresses in that whole movie i think she did an incredible job i just think that everybody did such a wonderful job and i 100 percent could tell just by his voice, that Waymond was the kid from Goonies that has the cool like zipline thing. Data the Asian kid from Goonies. I it's like Data. Yeah, his voice is the same. His face is the same. It's almost as if they're the same person. Yeah, oh yeah. God. No, I that I did not realize that going into the movie, and once it clicked, uh, maybe like ten or fifteen minutes in, I was like, I know him. That's that's is that fucking Data? That's fucking Data from Goonies. I, it took me by surprise, and I loved it. I loved that he was in that, and he did a great job as well. He was amazing. He was incredible. Yeah, he's also in. Um, he's also in Indiana Jones. Yes, you've not seen those, have you? I've not. Or that's okay. I've seen. I think I've seen one of them, and it scarred me so bad. It, whatever one of the guy pulling the heart out of the other guy, that scene. Kalima. Yeah, no. I think that's Temple it. of Doom. That scared me so bad as a child that I just think I've avoided those movies all these years. I, not that I wouldn't go back to them, but I that scene is awful. But uh, yeah, incredible. Absolutely incredible movie. Other than the movies that I talked about with the guests, um, I watched Little Miss Sunshine for the first time. Yay! I knew enough about this movie that I kind of knew what the beats were like this movie's been referenced you know since it came out but there were also some things that i didn't realize that i was surprised about which was really good um and i thoroughly enjoyed it i'm glad that i that not everything was spoiled for me i like the ending of that movie yeah definitely definitely another one i want to bring up briefly is girl interrupted oh shit yeah it's it was very good um i believe angelina jolie won her oscar for this one but like I could dedicate an episode to one very particular part of the movie. And if anyone out there has seen this movie, I would love to talk about this with you. It is the scene where Winona Ryder is in Brittany Murphy's house and there's a record player playing. It's just one song on a loop. And there's a scene where Winona Ryder goes to that record player. The record stops because the song's over and it repeats. That moment in that movie 
because of the context, was one of the most clever and amazing pieces of a movie that I think I have ever seen in my life. Wow, I really got to watch this movie. I hope you're not let down if you do watch it. And I hope that you feel the same way that I felt when I saw it. But I was like, that is so genius. That is so incredible. It's so like literally all that happens is the record repeats. But when you know the context around it, it it just becomes this insane moment that is just, oh, I want to gush about it so bad. (laughs) So when you do that, immediately let me know. Totally. I will. I will. That was very good. Yeah, and then 13 Ghosts in Ozark. That's been what I've been watching. Have I talked about the dropout on here? Everybody watch the dropout. We'll just keep it quick. It's a real story. It's about the lady that lied about the Theranos slud tester thing. Can't even think is of it the closed? name right now. It is, is it closed, closed, and it is remarkable. I will say, though, maybe I have talked about this on this. I don't know when I would have, but okay. Um, Basically... The only thing I'll say that like was a con for me is because this story is ongoing, it doesn't end with like resolution. It just ends with like some title cards, like oh here's yeah, what's like it's... currently happening, and it's like yeah. no, like <laughs> like solve this. It's not solved. Like it's still ongoing. So it's like fuck. But like the story is just so remarkable. And Amanda Seyfried, like I watched Mean Girls the other night. Just because it was like on, I think like after a drag race or something. One, she looks the exact same. Amanda Seyfried has not aged since Mean no. Girls. And Mean Girls no. like was almost 20 years ago. She mm-hmm. looks the exact fucking same. She was playing – she plays like a young teenager into like her 20s in The Dropout. Oh, wow. And it's like – like I remember thinking it was so crazy that uh, Rachel McAdams was like in her 30s playing a teenager mm-hmm. um, in Mean Girls. But like Amanda Seyfried – I feel like she's just never like she's just going to be able to play a teenager forever. This is her best role. I think she should get an Emmy nomination at least. This is the best thing I've ever seen her in. She is remar- <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like it, this is the best acting I've ever seen from Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. This was like That's a amazing. perfect role for her. She even looks like the lady. If you watch that show, there's a point where the character, why can't I fucking think of her name? Uh, the character makes a conscious effort to change her voice. To lower her voice. To yeah. lower her voice to become more serious and to be taken more seriously as a businesswoman. Now, if you listen to Amanda Seyfried do this and then you go and watch interviews with this lady, it sounds the exact same. She nailed it. Elizabeth Holmes. Bam. Elizabeth. Yes. First off, the dad on Shameless. He's married to Lynette Scavo. What is William his name? H. Macy. William H. Macy. Love him. He's on the show. Why am I blanking on everything? Okay, Jackie from Roseanne. Uh, She's in screen two. Lori Metcalf. Lori Metcalf, of course. I love her. And she's joining – Lori Metcalf is joining – what is that show called? With Gene Smart. And she's like a comedy lady. Gene Smart has a TV show, and it's about a – she's like a comedy lady and then her writer. Roseanne. No. (laughs) Just kidding. They, and in the second season, I haven't seen all the first season, but I really liked what I had seen. And in the second season, Laurie Metcalf's coming on, and I saw a trailer for it the other day, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta watch it. Because like Gene Smart had Mayor of Easttown and that show on like at the same time. I'm like, Gene Smart, we worship at your feet. Hacks? Hacks, yep, hacks, bam. Nice. It's incredible. It's not about hacking. It's about comedy. Uh, <laughs> and it's hysterical and r- like really – 
I'm I, I totally got to go back and watch it. It's really good. I'm going to go a little bit off topic here, but purely because I'm curious. I know you watched the first season. We watched the first season of The Flight Play oh Attendant. My God. The Flight Attendant. The, the Flight Attendant. You called it Flight Plan for like the entire time we watched it. That's what it was. Have you seen the second season? Because it's out now. No, it's not. At least the first episode is. Are you it's serious? Out. I'm almost po- yeah because I went to put it on because I wanted to rewatch the season because forget everything that happens and it put me on the first episode of the next season. I was like, nope, I'm not there yet. So it's out. I gotta go. <laughs> the first season was just like such a a fucking I like I binged like the whole thing and like I watched it in like two days and then it was like I think I had like one more episode left and I'm like no like and I had to wait for a week. <laughs> I love that opening so much. It's so good. Yes, it's so good. Like that music and like I love the editing style is so frenetic and so much fun. And it just it feels so Hitchcock. And I was like, how the hell are they going to do a second season? And then I saw a trailer and I was like, is this going to be am I going to like this as much? But then I heard a Grace uh, was talking about it. Grace Randolph, who's my favorite YouTuber in the entire world, and she got an early screener of it, and she was like, I didn't think that they were going to be able to come up with another kooky thing for her to get into, but they do. And I was like, <laughs> yes! Yes! That's awesome. I was so excited. So, oh my God, I'm watching it tonight. I was so excited. I cannot believe it. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Well, good. I'm glad that I was able to bring that to your attention. I fully would have expected you to have been like, oh yeah, I watched it. It was great. But uh, I didn't know that you didn't know. That's That's good. It's good that you know now. <laughs> you realize that if this is not true, I'm really my heart's gonna be broken. You're gonna have to console me. I know at least the first episode is out because again, when I went to watch it, it put me on the first episode of season two, and I was like, no, no, I want the first episode of season one. So I know at least the first episode is out. So I know it's a week to week show, but like, I feel like I remember them dropping like maybe like one or two at first, maybe. Um, and honestly, it was back when I was uh, house sitting for Sophie. And that was like, what, two or three weeks no ago now at this point? Way. It was. Yeah, because I was trying to watch it at my parents' house. So, like, at this point, there may be three or four that are out already. So, how am I missing this? I don't know. I don't really, you know what? I, I watched Friends all the way through and I <laughs> didn't start again. Like, you know how I, if I watch the last episode of Friends, I have to watch the first episode of Friends. Right. Just right. to make sure, like, okay, everything's okay. It's back. Um, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't do that one time, and I sort of had to, like, take a break from Friends just to let my emotions sit. So I haven't been on HBO Max lately a lot. Mm. I'm okay. It's wow. back. I've been getting my Hulu fix a lot. I like, I, I've been trying to go through and rewatch Modern Family because Modern Family is a show that I, I, it just makes me laugh so fucking hard, and I don't really ever remember it dipping in quality. Like, I didn't watch, like, the last couple seasons of it can't imagine that like with that cast that it would have dipped so much you know what i mean yeah. i think it's hysterical i don't i mean i get like some people might think it's like cheesy or something like that but i'm my favorite television show of all time is friends so i <laughs> that's my that's just my my gig speaking of that talk to me about those questions let's get to those questions because we've been talking for a long time uh so first question and i feel like a lot of these i've answered 
a lot in the other episodes. Um, but if you want to ask me them again, I might have like different answers. But but the answer for this one for me is in the question is what is your cat in the hat movie? What is a movie that you know is meant to be like silly or stupid that the general audience probably does not enjoy, but you will defend until the day you die? So this was like hard because like I know that I, I, I love a ton of movies that a lot of people don't like, right? Like <laughs> I mean, there are, there are like a ton of movies, but one that I think definitely does not get enough credit, does not get taken seriously enough and doesn't. And I think I understand why to a degree does not get mentioned along with some of the, the great horror movies of our generation and has a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes inexplicably. Like I think this movie from beginning to end is remarkable, especially for like what it is. But even if you, okay, I'm going to make you guess. It's a horror movie that like does not get enough credit. And I think it might have something to do with one of the leading stars. Was the downfall uh, the way it was advertised? The way it was advertised is what made me think that people might think it's silly. Have I seen it? Yes. I have. I love it i showed it to you i believe do i love it yes yes it has a ton of celebrity people that we know too um like every single one of them is in other things but because one of the female leads is who (laughs) she is is okay is, is the is this female lead like like kind of a ditzy is she's met she's kind of her personality is known to be kind of ditzy and airheaded yes is it Paris Hilton? Yes. Is it House of Wax? Yes. What a fantastic movie. Oh exactly. my God, I love that movie. It's, it, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I don't get it. It's terrifying. It it's scary. scary. And I've seen every horror movie ever made, ever. <laughs> when they're spraying Jared Padalecki, <laughs> that is nightmare fuel. Mm. Also, doesn't someone's like toe or like finger get cut off or something in a her grave. finger yeah yeah that's like ugh. and one tree hill boy is in it uh uh he's got three names what is his name fuck oh my jonathan God. taylor thomas no <laughs> it's not jonathan taylor thomas <laughs> i don't want to be anything i don't know his name Who is it? if you don't edit this out i'm so sorry girls we did have a great time i promise Chad no, I, don't, I don't know huh <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. Of course. <laughs> I one, I love Chad Michael Murray. Me too. Two, I really liked the episodes that I was shown. I Me do too. remember those things. I don't know why I'm blanking on names. I just forgot Laurie Metcalf's name. So like don't take offense to that anyway. <laughs> You're drunk. <laughs> Off of one margarita. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know why I'm forgetting names, but regardless. House of Wax is incredible. If you haven't seen it and you like horror movies, what is wrong with you? Watch it right <laughs> now. It's so good. I knew it, at, at one point it was on HBO Max. I don't know anymore because I apparently don't know what's on HBO Max anymore. That one I remember specifically. I was like, there are so many garbage cash grab sequels to so many franchises that people hate. This is a great movie. Why aren't there more? I would yeah. kill or more House of yeah. Wax. But like, Ugh. I don't, I just don't think anything would ever come close to it. It's so, no, I don't but get you it. Could, you could say that about so many movies that come from all of these horror franchises. Like, they, you're right. Like, who would have thought that there would ever be Halloween movies that 
I love just as much as the original, and there are several. Uh, are you ready for the next question? Of course. All right. What is a hidden gem movie you think everyone should see, but few people know about? This one was a hard one. What I realized is that I recently discovered a pair of filmmakers that I'm absolutely obsessed with, and they're, they're the Daniels. <laughs> yeah. They directed Everything Everywhere All at Once mm-hmm. and Swiss Army Man. And so I remember liking Swiss Army Man, but not loving Swiss Army Man. But I adored everything everywhere all at once. So I was like, you know what? I need to see everything that they've ever done. I've seen like their music videos and things like that. But there are some short films that they've made. Two in particular. One is called Interesting Ball and one is called Broom Shakalaka. Interesting Ball is about a ball that just happens to be bouncing around and as it's bouncing around all these different storylines sort of play out and there's all these interesting things happening and then there's broom shakalaka which is set up as a infomercial and it's about a broom that has like a thousand different uses and a swiss army broom if you yeah will. exactly <laughs> and it is hysterical and the ending is just like what did I just watch? <laughs> I definitely think that they are both gems. I showed them to my sister and my mom. And my sister was like, I showed, I, I showed interesting ball. And she's like, can I be honest with you? And I was like, yeah. She's like, that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> so let that be recommendation because <laughs> my sister has terrible taste. That doesn't surprise me about your sister. But that makes me want to show her Tusk because I think she might actually. No, <laughs> she would turn that shit off. <laughs> you don't think she would be she like? She will this never is funny. forgive you. Do you know how? You know she still rags on you for shit town. She will never forgive Ugh. you for showing her Tusk. So uh, Jordan got us into shit town, right? It's it a, a podcast. podcast right? a, I think it's like a serial. Yeah, uh, something like uh, that podcast i don't know and it was like a um it was a true crime podcast and just like a lot of true crime podcasts there's not like a resolution it's, it's a real story and therefore not a fabric like there's not going to be some big climax at the end there's not going to be there may not be resolution yeah so i was disappointed by that but i didn't necessarily blame jordan so my sister blames jordan i also recommended it before i had finished it i was like wow i'm really enjoying this check it yeah. out like so it's, now it's really if you good. recommend anything to her her first question is are you done with it because is it shit town yeah <laughs> Interesting Ball is amazing, and so is Broom Shakalaka. They are so silly, and if you liked Swiss Army Man and uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and you were even... That was crazy. You jumped eight feet out of your chair just now. Mm. (laughs) So I know I've answered this question on some of the other episodes. Brothers Bloom was one that came up a lot. It was one that I was introduced to a while back. That I really loved. Again, I don't think I fully understand it, and I've seen it quite a few times. I think you showed that to me, and I didn't realize that that was a Ryan Johnson movie, and now it makes me want to watch it again. I don't remember even how I felt about Brothers Blue. I love that movie. Another couple, I guess, that come to mind are Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell. Fuck yeah. Love that movie. I, I like. I, I feel like that was one that I was very obsessed with in high school, and I would watch often in high school. 
to the point where I don't know if it's popular. Like if I were to say that to a general audience, do you think most people would know what that was? Like, does that count for this question? No, honestly, I could like, I bet you there, there are Will Ferrell fans that wouldn't even know what that was. Cause it's so like anti what he typically does. You know what I mean? Against his type. Yeah. Uh, Another one is ghost town with Ricky Gervais. I knew you were going to bring up ghost town when you said stranger than fiction. You talk about them together a lot. I love them. They're almost like core memory movies for me. They like I watched them a lot growing up. And honestly, both of those are movies that I would love to explain to the girls if they have not seen either of them. I love them both a whole hell of a lot. And I think they're fantastic and everyone should watch them. They're very good, uh, wholehearted fun. I know we kind of touched on this already, but maybe you can talk about some honorable mentions but uh what is your favorite tv show so my favorite tv show of all time is friends i absolutely love black mirror game of thrones is one of my favorite tv shows i feel like i've expressed this to you before but i've tried for years to get you to watch breaking bad (laughs) and then kayleen brings it up once and you're like you know what i you know i guess i'll watch it (laughs) this is not how it went down that is not how it went down. That is exactly how it went. It is not. You know how it went down? It was like, I like Brian Cranston. <laughs> I'm going to watch Malcolm in the Middle, and then I'm going to watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> Stupid. No, like, you've not told me anything that I've not already heard. I know how well-liked this show is. But I've tried several times, and I just could not. But uh, I get it. I mean, it's not for everybody. But like, Y'all I keep think, insisting. I think it really could be for you. Buffy is one that I love. I absolutely adore that show. I even really love Angel too, but it's not in my it's not like one of my favorite favorites. As for like reality TV shows, I love MTV's The Challenge. The Challenge All Stars is coming on very soon. Speaking of All Stars, Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly, it was only, you know, maybe like seven or eight years ago that I was really I don't know why, but I was very uncomfortable with drag and ex of mine wanted to try to be a drag queen and I remember being so like what is everybody going to think? Homophobic. I was very ignorant about all of it. Very homophobic, yeah. And then he <laughs> just And then he showed me Drag Race. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I like binged 5 seasons within like a month. And then I I've just been watching ever since and it's on season 14. Season 14 just ended and there's been a ton of international seasons, a ton of all-star seasons and I just I don't know. Drag is fucking cool. And it, it's cool if you're straight. It's cool if you're not. Like, it's it's just dope. And I would encourage everybody to watch Drag Race and watch The Challenge. Awesome. I know you watch Drag Race, but you need to watch The Challenge. I do. I also don't know why, but I so badly want the Survivor to be part of my personality. I want to be one of those people who, like, watches Survivor. And I just, I can't do that because there's, like... 83 seasons here's the thing though like there's always there's like a there's like a refresh there's like and like i can tell you exactly where to start with the challenge where it's like there are people you can tell clearly that people have a past but there's enough sort of callbacks to it like they know that people can't watch every season the survivor has had like i don't even know how many survivor seasons but the challenge is on its 37th season that's just still so- the season that they're shooting now is the 38th <laughs> season and they're about to air their third all-star season that's so many i've oh seen every single episode of every single season more than once 
Uh, do they do like one a year? Has it been on for 33 no, years? No, <laughs> no. Uh, they do multiple. It, it was like two or a year. Cause like they used to be much smaller and much shorter. So it was much easier to like sort of churn them out quicker. Now they're like an hour and a half long. They used to be like 30 minutes long and Jeez. it used to be a much shorter commitment. Uh, and now, I mean, you could be on the challenge for like, I think, I've heard people say like two to three months. Damn. That's a big commitment, you know, especially like if that's not your real life job is just being on the challenge and winning, you know? Yeah. I think everyone here knows my favorite show. Uh, Honorable mention, just because it keeps coming up is Nurse Jackie. Watch it. It's so good. It's so good. No water in the water fountain. Last question. And I think everyone knows what my answer to this is as well. What is a movie hot take you have? I hate Encanto. I do not like that movie at all. And I, you know how hard it is for me to dislike something? I always give stuff a chance. I did not enjoy that at all. I didn't like the story. I was so let down. Lin-Manuel Miranda, he made fucking Moana. And that movie tried to be Moana, and it could never be Moana. I don't think it tried to be Moana. It Ugh. wanted to be Moana. It wanted to be as good as Moana, but it will never no. be as good as Moana because it's not that kind of movie. <laughs> you wanted it to be Moana, and it was not as good as I Moana. I want every movie to be Moana. I love I Moana. <laughs> I mean, are you sure you want to come back? Is Was this everything you wanted and more, or do you just want to like release the rights to me? <laughs> So I reserve the right to uh, disappear from time to time, but I will say that I love this. This is our baby, and I will never leave until the wheels fall off. We're going to ride this bitch right off the cliff. We will be back very soon with another episode, a full episode, our first full episode in so long. This season has had two full episodes. (laughs) (laughs) I still... (laughs) And 34 quick takes. (laughs) So many quick takes. That's okay, though, because, like, I, yeah. I feel like the quick takes have been, first off, again, Kayleen picked, like, the greatest movie ever. And I can't believe Joe came back. I can't believe we let Joe back. But he, <laughs> I'm glad Joe came back and got his fix and I didn't have to be here. <laughs> uh, I had then, a fun time with what I've, whatever happened to Baby Jane. I It's a movie that I've been meaning to watch for a long time. It's huge in the gay community, as you know. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. Now I can – now I – Know the references. Now you know the references for sure. And then uh, a book club with Courtney. Shit. That was amazing. I'm like, can y'all like start a podcast like just that? Yeah. So I would love to listen to that. (laughs) The first time. So the first one was obviously Kayleen. And I was like, oh, man, this is my first time alone on the podcast. Like, I don't have I don't have you as a buffer here. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? But it was a blast. I had fun. But by the time Courtney rolled around, I was like, I'm a pro at this. This is so fun. This is awesome. Uh, And yeah, I think it opened up some doors where like maybe we could do some quick tapes like separately from one another and just kind of experiment with episodes and stuff. And um, totally, totally. Like I definitely want y'all to keep doing that book club thing more often because I really enjoyed that. Be a blast. I like the idea that you and Courtney do it and not me. So that's cool. <laughs> gotcha. Um, have you watched Talented Mr. Ripley yet? No, I have uh, not. But oh my god, I really want to. You like 
Okay, so I hadn't seen it, but you told me about it in the car right before we listened to like the rough cut, right? We were driving to Wilmington and I was like, oh my God, I want to watch this movie so bad. (laughs) Like, and you just told me the whole thing. I know exactly what (laughs) happens, but like, I still really want to see this. It look, it sounds so fascinating. Yeah. Okay, so like the next episode we have, I don't know how big of a crowd pleaser that's going to be, but like I really like this movie and I really hope people like it. I think it's very clear to me that your first movie back should be one that you want to do. And I say that so that everyone knows that you picked this movie and I had nothing to do with it. Shut <laughs> up. I'm just it's kidding. It's so kidding. good. It has some of the greatest actors of all time in it. It is directed by one of the greatest directors of all time, even though this director has completely lost his marbles lately you have such a love-hate relationship with this director and i don't know why everything he every every time he tries to like push the envelope with animation i am like nope 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 he's talking about encanto he's talking about disney animation we're doing encanto next week (laughs) yeah i love encanto I, I want to keep it a secret just in case we change our mind. <laughs> if, if this movie, like if, if the episode winds up being something that completely does not fit this, that's going to be even funnier. <laughs> it is going to be very funny. But I do, yeah, I, I like really it. do think that we should do this. I really, I kind of just want to show you this movie. I hope that we can talk about it for an hour. I trust. I you. hope that it's like less than that. <laughs> I got to edit this shit. Let's have a 20 minute episode. For your first one back, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> This quick take is not like I, I love how they're called quick takes and they're longer than regular episodes sometimes. I've had so much fun. It has this been is what I miss. Yeah, it has been lovely. I love like the no pressure kind of. Yeah, like our our format is awesome. Like, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. But these quick takes is just so relaxed, you know, it is relaxed. And there's so much prep behind like so much preparation and so much planning and scheduling behind each of the fuller episodes. Yeah, that it's so great with these kinds of episodes where we can just talk Mm -hmm. and we don't have to prep anything. It's great. It's lovely. And I miss it. Totally. And I'm glad you're back. I'll say it. I'm. That is so sweet of you to say. <laughs> I, I get. No, I am glad I'm back too. I'm glad that I feel up to being back. I really good. do. I will say that all of our guests like came to me and were like, "Please give him my best. Please, you know, I hope he's okay." They wished you. No, well. they didn't. They did. I swear. No, I swear they, they don't did. like me. No, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, it means the absolute world to me. These are three dear friends that I really love. All three. I mean, honestly, even Joe. And so, you know, I'm, I really do appreciate everybody coming in and it makes me feel good that everybody like came in to help. I will also give you kudos because as much as I love this podcast as well, had you not been like, please keep the podcast going, I would have stopped it as well. So I think like this podcast exists because of you and you put so much work into it and you edit everything. You are the lifeblood of this podcast and you know, I'm very glad that you're back. I I appreciate that, but I think you demonstrated or whatever that you're just as essential a part to it as I am because you carried it when I couldn't. God, it sounds so dramatic or whatever, but like, you know, I feel like anybody that has a podcast, like it, it starts to mean something to you. And we've been doing this for four years now. So it's like, it's a big bitch, you know, like we started this shit in 2018 2008 yeah. pre-pandemic. That was 25 years ago. 
I'm gonna watch Ozark now. I'm gonna watch Flight Attendant. <laughs>